The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. The um, People Before Profit, the Solidarity People Before Profit Alliance has uh, tabled a motion of no confidence in the Housing Minister, Dara O'Brien. And speaking on this station during the week, uh, Paul Murphy, TD, uh, described him as, uh, said the reason was because he was, a, a, in his terms, a complete failure and that we had record levels of house prices, record rents and record homelessness, hence the tabling of the motion of no confidence. The Minister uh, joins us this morning. Good morning, Minister. Morning, Anton. How are you? I'm good. What's good. your reaction? both to Paul Murphy's uh, accusations and to having a vote of no confidence tabled against you? Well, firstly, to Paul Murphy's accusations, is no real surprise there. That's what Paul is good at. He's good at giving out. He's good at shouting. He's very short on ideas, uh, actually devoid of any. Is yet to bring him or his party any uh, single constructive proposal in relation to tackling the housing challenge that we all know is there. And I would say to Deputy Murphy and his colleagues who... They do have a responsibility as TDs, as elected representatives of the Dáil, to uh, work in the interest of uh, the people. And uh, I think what's happening next week in relation to the motion of, of no confidence is really, uh, you know, it, it, it's a bit of a cynical move. They're entitled to do it, so I have no issue with that in that regard. But I think if you compare that versus what I'm doing next week is bringing forward emerge- legislation uh, that we can expedite the delivery of additional social and affordable homes on local authority land. Minister, to look at the the, the um, accusations that he's making, I mean, those, sure. those three criteria, record rents, that is a fact, record no house question. prices, that is a fact, record amount of people in emergency accommodation, those are all facts. In addition to that, we have the INMO saying that nurses are leaving because they can't get housing. We have the IDA saying that it's a challenge attracting companies in. We have the ESRI saying that we can't get skilled workers to feed the companies who are already there. That waddles and quacks like a disaster. No, look, there, there are many, many challenges there. Look, the, the, the housing plan that government have brought forward, Housing for All, is just over a year old. Uh, there are many challenges. You've mentioned them. No question rents are too high. Uh, the single biggest issue is in relation to delivery so we can make sure that people have safe and secure homes to live in. The good news this year is is that we'll uh, well exceed the target that we've set for this year of 24,600. We'll deliver deliver well over 10,000 social homes, new social homes, uh, which is the the largest amount in decades, and affordable homes to purchase for those workers that you're talking about, for our nurses, for our guards, for normal workers there for the first time in a generation. Now, is it perfect? Absolutely not. And I think Anyone, anyone who assesses the situation in a, in, a, in a fair manner would understand that I was never going to be able to turn this around in a year or two years. But what we have is the Housing for All plan that's fully backed financially, that has the capital there, that is taking hold and is gaining momentum. Now, not everyone feels that, and I know the scale of the challenge that we have. But I've yet to see Anton from either PBC, PPP or any of the opposition parties, any comparable comprehensive housing plan that we've brought forward. Well, There's Sinn Féin, I mean, Owen O'Brien would say very clearly that they have a comprehensive housing plan. He would say that they are going to, and it'll it'll ramp as it goes through, mm-hmm. but uh, increase the amount of um, uh, social and affordable housing by 20,000 per annum. Well, I actually heard him on your show, Anton, a couple of weeks ago, and he couldn't answer those questions, and he hasn't been able to answer them in the doll either, because what Sinn Féin are proposing is to build more houses with less. We're putting in about €4.5 billion Euro a year next year, uh, into housing, both social and affordable. Sinn Féin's proposal is 
about a third less than that. But, what Sinn, but fundamentally, the, the ideological difference between yourself and Sinn Féin is what Sinn Féin is saying is two things. One, we will get the vacant homes, of which there are, I think, 140,000 when you net them all off. We will get them unvacant. And two, we will use public funds to build public but housing. Really, but in relation to public funds for public housing, that's actually what we're doing. The state is the biggest player in the housing market. We're, as I said, we're delivering public homes, not just on public land, but on private land. Affordable homes uh, through uh, direct builds through the local authorities, through the Land Development Agency, which has been around for a number of years. And this year is the first time the Land Development Agency are delivering homes themselves for our people on idle state-owned land. And that same party, Sinn Féin, that you mentioned, who say they want to build on state-owned land, actually voted against the legislation for the Land Development Agency. So I think really what, what the people you know, want to see is not the political back and forth necessarily, but people want to see progress. And people want to see, you know, something that's taking hold that will actually deliver more houses. Now, I travel around the country. I've been in every county dealing with our local authorities, dealing with, you know, the private and the public sector. And we're seeing significantly more homes being built this year. And I meet people who are getting the keys to the home, their home for life, both social homes through the first home scheme, which I launched in July, which is, the, the again, a scheme that, that PBP and Sinn Féin opposed and voted against in the Dáil. That's the bit that helps the first-time buyer to bridge the gap between the finance they have and what they need by the state stepping in. But explain one bit to me then, Minister. And and that's just on this, and I'm sorry, and I won't do it. Because only since July, we've had over 750 households have been able to have been approved to buy their homes through that. And they're radical measures okay. that were taken that help. They're real things. It's not just now, noise. You it's said earlier policy. on that mm-hmm. you, you couldn't be expected to solve the problem in totality in a two-year period. Mm-hmm. But if when you took the position, when you were first made minister, if I had said to you, two years into your tenure, the underlying numbers that, uh, in, that showed the situation will be worse we will have more people in emergency accommodation. We will have higher rents. We will have higher house prices. You wouldn't have taken that. No, well, firstly, it's an honour to do the job. And I was absolutely delighted to be asked to do it. And yes, it's a But these are not the results you would have signed no, up to two but years but ago. I think, I think two years ago, and if we look at the context of where we were then, after the general election in February 2020, uh, we came into a global pandemic. That's not an excuse. That's just what happened right across the world. We two very significant construction shutdowns, which actually you know, inhibited and uh, what we could actually deliver and uh, deliver on in those two, two years. We'd only delivered 20,000, just over 20,000 homes last year and the year before. This year, we're targeting about 24,600. We'll do substantially more than that. So there's a big uplift in that. And then, no question, we've had the first war in continental Europe of scale since, since World War II. And again, that did affect not just Ireland, but right across continental Europe in relation to inflation supply chain, but we've managed those challenges. Yeah, and but our numbers do diverge from Europe. I mean, if you, if you take even the rents as a case mm-hmm. in point, uh, Irish rents up more than 80% sure, since 2010, true. 18% mm-hmm. across the EU. That's a huge divergence. No, it is. And look, that's that's why I brought in the 2% rent cap, um, which was a significant change to protect renters against high inflation. And that was even before we've seen those inflationary measures. That's why we brought in the renters tax credit, which will be worth a thousand euro to every renter in 2023. And that's why I've taken the extraordinary measure of bringing forward the, the winter eviction ban. Now, what do we need to do in that space is need to increase that supply, is use that pause to get more social homes in, to get more vacant homes back in, which we're doing. Sinn Féin numbers on vacancy don't add up, by the way. And I think you were able, you, you, you heard that yourself in your own interview with, 
with Deputy O'Brien where they say they bring back 4,000 vacant homes that they don't own uh, in 12 months. It, like, I, I know the scale of the issue on vacancy and we're tackling it. You can't bring back 4,000 homes in 12 months, homes that you don't own, get them refurbed, get them relet back out. That just doesn't Why? stack up. Why it's, not? Well, you look at the process, okay? What I've been able to do with vacant social homes in the last couple of years is bring back in 2020 and 2021 about 6,000 vacant homes. This year we're bringing back about another 2,400. And thankfully there's a lot less now because of the work we're doing. What the main opposition party are saying is that they would CPO private homes, and we all know how long that process takes, uh, you know, renovate them, put them out to tender and get them turned around and relet within a 12-month period. It, it's just, it, it, that cannot be done. Now, what we're, we've brought Although forward, surely what they will say is, as a government party, you have the capacity to change the underlying legislation well, in relation to the CPO process if you need yeah, to, to fast-track and, and look, it. look at the measures I brought forward on vacancy and let's see how Sinn Féin, how Sinn Féin approached that. I brought forward the vacancy grant for to help home buyers, which is up to €50,000, the Creekona grant. To, if you buy a vacant home or a derelict home, we will, the state will give you up to €50,000, either 30000 for vacancy, 50 for derelict, to help you afraid the cost of doing up that home. And you will get the SEAI grant, which is up to 30000 Now, I launched that just in August this year. We've had hundreds of applications and approvals already. That's a real measure that's actually helping home buyers buy those homes that we all know around the country. What did Sinn Féin do on that? They actually oppose it. Okay, and, and Minister. It, well, just a, but it's not a, it, it isn't about them. I mean, but it, that's just, my, my point is, when we bring forward measures that are actually targeted and that are working, if you look at the record of opposition, not all of the opposition, to be fair, uh, but particularly if you look at PPP and Sinn Féin, at every single stage, they'll oppose it. So I think, you know, the people need to be aware of that when they're looking at what the alternative is. But I suppose from my perspective and government's, our job is is to focus on delivery. So this year... Well, now, let me just on the... Yes. the, the because delivery is, is, is one of the things I want to ask you about. Whenever sure. you are asked to address issues pertaining to the housing crisis, as would be expected, you, you have elements of either legislation, of mm-hmm. um, schemes, of, of uh, process changes that you are intending to implement. Or we are implementing. Indeed. Yeah. When do we see output intangible changes to the underlying numbers? When do you believe we will see rents start to fall? When do you believe we yeah, will start question. to see the reduction in the numbers in emergency accommodation and to what extent? So whatever about the process, what about the outcome? Well, firstly, process is important, but I take your point, okay? And it is, you've got to actually put the, you know, the legislative environment in place. You've got to change the way things are done because we're dealing with 10, 12 years of significant undersupply. So when do we get supply up to meet demand? This year, as I said, we'll probably do between 26 and 27,000 homes this year, maybe a little bit more, actually. And that's the projection that I have, which would be significantly above what was done last year. And we've got to ramp that up. So when does the needle move on the numbers? Well, I think, I think you know, we, there's challenges next year right across Europe, no question, on inflation and in relation to finance and that. But the pipeline is still very good for next year. And we're targeting about 29,000 homes uh, next year. Cost rental as well, to, to answer your question on the rental side, that's the state back to affordable rentals. So long. Indeed, but this is all process. When are we no, going not, to no, see the numbers change? Is, sorry, Anton, this is actually delivery. Because I don't think, even regardless of what perspective you, you look at the, at the crisis that we have at the moment, it is fundamentally going to be down to supply as well. And when does supply get up to meet demand? Demand on social housing, demand on private housing in every tenure. So that is important. So, but is it your expectation that by August of next year we will see rents drop? No, I, look, I can't give you an exact on that. What I can say is, is that, the, that the existing rents, the tenancies in place right now, that the 2% rent cap has worked. One big issue we have in the private rental market, and that's why I wanted to mention 
cost rental, but I'll come back to that, is supply. Is We have seen landlords uh, and individual landlords over the last five, six years leave uh, the market significantly. But do you and not that, think, and Minister... Has, but, and I'm sorry, just, that has had an impact, and that is a supply Indeed, impact. but people listening and people voting will want to say, yeah, yeah, this is all well and good, and this is your job to come up with whatever the, the process changes might be. But we have a right to know your expectation is by X we will start to see a shift in the overall problem numbers. I I think, look, we've seen a shift and a step change in delivery and housing already. And I'll explain why. This year, the state will deliver about, or back, about half the homes that will be delivered between affordable homes that we haven't had in about 15 years. So people being able to buy affordable homes this year for the first time. And that makes a difference to people who've been renting and saving and felt they, they weren't able to be able to buy a home. People who've been waiting on social housing lists, which, which are now getting their permanent homes, which frees up additional stock in the rental market. So if you look at the, the rent price asked versus, versus what's being paid, we are seeing a flattening of that. But it is still too high, and that's why government have brought in the, the renters' tax well, credit. Well, let me ask you, to get to the specifics though, Minister, like, I, I asked you the question about if two years ago, what would you have been um, happy to settle for two years into your tenure? Let me ask it the same way. If we were looking at, at Christmas of next year, sure. and you and I were speaking, yeah. what would you be happy with in terms of the overall numbers for those in, a, in emergency accommodation? What would you be happy with in terms of uh, rent? Well, I'm not happy at the moment. I, I don't think, I, nobody is happy seeing over 11,000 people in emergency accommodation. There's many reasons for that. It's not just the private rental market. Um, it's new presentations, and, that, and we're acutely aware of that. So I'm, and I'm also acutely aware, Anton, behind each of those numbers, it's not just a numbers game, our people and our families as well. And the biggest focus is, is exiting people from homelessness. So, you know, obviously I want to see an improvement and a significant improvement on that by the end of next year, and I hope still to be in a position uh, to be able to drive forward with process and policy that is important because you have to change the dial on housing. You have to change the dial on how it's delivered uh, in relation to ramping up even more delivery using modern methods of construction, but the state getting in. And we are doing that. Like the plan's 15 months old. Okay. Um, and and I know, like I meet people every single day of the week, not just in my own area in Dublin, Fingal, but right across the country. And I know that there are many, many people really struggling and want to see want to have hope on housing. Okay. Well, and that's what we're about. You mentioned at the outset that you, you couldn't be expected to um, solve the problem in total within two years. Your government colleagues have been at this for a lot longer. So I referred earlier in the programme to uh, Enda Kenny talking about chairing of the uh, Cabinet Committee on the Housing Crisis. Sure. That was back in 2016 mm-hmm. that he was doing that. When you then took over and looked at the activity from the four-year period of 2016 through to 2020, what did they get wrong that you fixed? Well, I, I think fundamentally what, what we did was it, this needs a cross-government approach, right? It needs every department working on it. And what you need, the one thing is you need is you need to have certainty in relation to funding. So that's why Housing for All was different than previous plans, not just the last government, but previous governments before that, because it's fully funded and you have certainty on capital. So for the first time, for example, every local authority in the country has a five-year housing delivery plan with actual numbers and they know they have the money to deliver it. So they can plan the delivery two, three years from now, whereas before uh, it may have been just on an annual basis. Uh, the capital was given, plans were rolled out, and it didn't give that certainty, and the, it didn't help to build up a pipeline. Uh, and there's been a greater focus, to be frank, across all three uh, coalition parties. We all fed in to, to the plan. Everyone's bought into it. And other departments, such as health, such as environment, all of them, 
all feed into the, the solutions on housing. So there, there is a concerted effort across government and there's an absolute acknowledgement across government that the number one priority is housing. And I am optimistic, even with all the challenges that we have with regard that we've already discussed. You know, we, we've come through two very difficult years, supply issues and supply yeah. chain. I, we, we, the outlook into next year, whilst not without its challenges, is still optimistic and we've got to build on that. Well, and the other thing we have to do is we need more people working in the sector. So, you know, someone would say to you on your show that they can change delivery from 20,000 in one year to 40,000 in 12 months. You need capacity, you need people working in the sector, and you need to build that. Now, since pre-pandemic, we've about 25,000 more people now working in construction than we had the year before the pandemic. More people working. Uh, and that's what we need, because you can't just flick a switch. Although, of course, they need to, you need to have them not working in the commercial and, and retail sector, but have them working in residential construction, which comes with its own challenges. But I think there are a lot of people who will, who will hope that your optimism is well-placed, and maybe uh, we, we might have this conversation again uh, coming up on Christmas of next year. Minister, thank you very much for taking the time this morning. That is Minister Dara Bryan, who is the Minister for Housing, Local Government and Heritage, as well as being TD for Dublin Fingolf. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at 9 on News Talk.